Scotch for Dummies. Four guys on a Scotch journey to help you with your next Scotch purchase. I'm Drew. I'm Andrew. I'm Sean. And I'm Mark. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. I was going to say, we're actually having quite a good time prior to the show. Uh, We have our pre-show that was just going on, and Steve was the only one that showed up on the Discord, so had a good conversation with him. Thank you, Steve, for letting us know what time it was, so we didn't start late. That's 10.15. Oh, shit. Steve moderates everything. He's really good at keeping things in order. Um, We appreciate him a lot. But then after we get off the Discord, we have about five minutes before we start, and we spent the five minutes laughing. (laughs) It's all good. Uh, so hopefully it's a good precursor to tonight. So who do we have on? Like, again, about- we would be doing this whether you guys were here or not, but we're very happy to have you. This is true. Um, <laughs> I got up this morning. So I, I logged on to the uh, the chat early. I thought I was early enough. I didn't even pay attention. I logged on. I typed in first, and Steve's already there. So Steve beat me. Um, thank you, Steve. It was good to see Cato on. Uh, he said that he's going to see us next week. I don't know, but he's at the beach. Which I don't blame jealous. him. Eric Waite, and Eric Waite has got some stuff to talk about the topic tonight, so looking forward to that. Gregor just brought uh, a haul back from Scotland. I'm actually kind of curious to hear what you brought yeah, back. Yeah, Why don't you share it, man? Put it in there and let's hear what you got. Mr. Bert, Mr. Murphy from oh, Down Under, you, my brother from that, Down Under. When you put that list in there, make sure you put your address, too. So we can get <laughs> right? GPS locations. <laughs> yep, we're on our way. Jupiter Henry, Chad Adams, Jason Coates. Man, there's Greg Bowers. Greg. Good hey, Greg. evening. What's up, Greg? Charles, Charles Ashworth, uh-huh. yep, and oh, Bud. Bud's in. Dang. Bud, 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 Bud. One lost cause. <laughs> one lost cause. Uh, do that. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, this is a serious finale. Oh, Mr. Metal Mafia mofos. Man, you're really quick. Good. I'm glad you're a reader. It's I'm like, well, bad. Bad. well uh, <laughs> that's going to take him a minute. That's why I'm here to help you with the Polish big words, man. man. <laughs> anyway, um, Andrew, uh, Sunday Evening Scotch, Mike Porter's good to see you, buddy. Daniel, Bob H., we know you. We know Bob's out there. Bob, everybody, welcome to Thursday. Welcome Happy Thursday. Thursday, gentlemen. Long week for me. Glad to be here. I've been sick all week, so if I don't sound like my normal self, Still fighting a little bit, but, but, you're uh, but you got we're, we're going to make it through. It's going to be got all right. Deep-based voice, so, baritone. Tell, we'll we'll see now. if we can. Uh, we'll get through it. This is what we're drinking. Uh, a couple of sample bottles showed up this week to Drew's house, and one of which is a five point six nine from SMWS Triple Whammy, seventeen-year-old Aftertoshin. <laughs> and I don't know what the finish is on it. I probably take a couple guesses. It's pretty dang good. It is what are you guys drinking tonight? Very curious. Ooh, we're gonna go to that. So Steve said he has a bottle of this. This is that um, that forty four, that jam packed fruit. What is is it? Forty four dot what? I don't know. Forty four is the cask. I mean the the distillery. So this is an SMWS bottle. Forty four dot one oh six, jam packed fruit and wood. It's a fifteen year at fifty eight point three percent. Forty four, which is what? I don't know. Um, I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm going to tell you. Don't you worry. Oh, we're looking this up. I think Sean drinks scotch and knows things, so this should be something. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do. Sean's been <laughs> off the radar. I mean, like, literally, I thought he was dead. There was a couple days where it was touch and go. <laughs> I, I was sick, and the dog was sick. Craig Alakin. <laughs> so we just, we just sat around the house. It was it was a little rough. So how do you like the way, Sean? Sean? It, it's good. It, it's actually... 
think the stuff that they do for these single casks doesn't taste like the normal distillery stuff usually. So I, I'm I'm happy with it. I, I think it's tasty. I don't have any problems with this one. There was something on the nose of this that, and in the, in the, the initial palate is that's this the Akatosh? Yeah, yeah, I don't know if it's like sour plum or there's something in there. There's a tart, a sour yeah, note to it. it I think it's fun. I'm enjoying it. It is fun. I have to say, I but there's something in it that's not, it's not typical. I I wasn't a big fan of the first one we did. This one was like, meh, it was okay. Now, that, in all fairness, that first one was what? Was there triple, triple wood? wood. Oh, yeah, I fun. wouldn't start a fire with that. I no. mean, but well, I would. I mean, it's worth that. <laughs> Where, where did we get it? I, I, you didn't, it was a sample. It was a it was sample a bottle, free bottle. And, and what was it on the, on the shelf if we would have paid for it? It wasn't expensive. Mm. Is it not age? Is it, right. It's 40 a, bucks, maybe. Maybe. Something like that. So, I mean, I'm glad we didn't have to pay for it because that was $40. But, but it, it was spent. awful. Yeah, it was not It was really not good. But you, so, you guys realize we need to get into the bottle first. Yes. So mm. That's so, what I was trying to get to because everyone Well, then, going. all right. Let's pull sample. So. Yeah. We'll so let's talk about this OP15. So there was, I, I, I replied to a lot of comments. There was a lot of, you know, so, so people positive about OP, but maybe not so... Positive about us. Well, <laughs> well, there was a couple so of those, but, but not positive about the new lineup, so, about the change so, okay, for OP I and Bubbler. Let may interject. So the, the whiskey review this week, so it was the, the um, what, second week of August 2018, 19, whatever it is. <laughs> Um, we reviewed the Old Pultney 15-year. So the Old Pultney 15-year is new for the, um, the new lineup. lineup this year. Uh, well, actually, it, technically it was last year in, well, in UK. It released in, in 2018. That's why I was thinking about it. Right. It released in 2018 in the UK. It hasn't really made it to the market in the U.S. It, yet. It's here Actually, now. there's a lot of comments about where it is. Yeah, yeah. It is Michigan here. had it for sure, I know. It's here. Uh, we there there were some places. I mean, 1,400 views with 53 comments since Monday. So... It's definitely been on par with our our other reviews. Actually, probably a little higher as far as you know interest. Well, I, I think people are interested in the new lineup and what it's right. what it's going to offer. Um, so I would say that I I enjoyed this bottle I quite a bit. I, I enjoyed the the flavor profile of it. The price, I, I'm I'm kind of torn on that. Yes, obviously I would love if every bottle of scotch that I wanted to drink was twenty bucks, but that's not the case. And just like everything else, prices increase. You know. Cost of barrels goes up, you know, cost of raw goods goes up, the barley tariffs gets more expensive, <laughs> tariffs are, are a problem, shipping gets more expensive. There's a lot of stuff that factors into it. So I get that stuff is going to increase in price. There, and, and it may not have anything to do with the distillery. It might be the importer. It might be the distributor that sells it to the liquor store that you're buying it at. Uh <laughs> And I cough on Dr. Scavenge. Right. <laughs> um, be that guy. But I, so I think that there's a lot of things that factor into price increases. I don't think it was a substantial jump in price. Is it a little expensive? Yeah. I mean, it's it's not inexpensive, but it's on par with a lot of the other 15s that and you're seeing right. at that price now. Good whiskey. Here's my, my question as I'm thinking about the review, and I, I'm asking myself, I think it's due a good matchup against the 17. Talking with Steve about the 17. Talking, we, we all have a bottle of 17. None of us have opened it. And thinking back to the set, the old lineup when you had the 17 and the 21, there was a split down the old Pulteney fan base. Half the people really were in love with the 17, not so much the 21. The other half were 21 lovers, not so much the 17. So 
I really kind of want to measure this up because we've already compared it against the 18. You guys haven't seen the 18 review, but it's been recorded. Yeah. So we've done that. I kind of want to throw the 17 in the mix to see where that falls and what this what what do I feel about this after yeah. that? Well, you know, and, and so going back to Sean's point, as far as price, I mean, yeah, it's it's up there a little bit, but I think it's pretty much even kill with a lot of the 15s. You're gonna yeah. find you're gonna find a few cheaper ones, but for what it's worth, man, I just. You know, I, I was really in love with just the maltiness of it. I mean, it's hard to find another scotch other that that's so malty like that and gives you the sweet and handle the water the way it did. I was I'm, I was really pleasantly surprised with the 15-year-old. Um, and, you know. Well, and, and Steph mentioned, you know, the, the old OP line was was really underpriced. The I mean, they were getting a bargain. It was a bargain wherever you got it. And Steph did mention that they did reset pricing to what the market was currently going right. for 15 and 18 year olds. Yeah, it is so, what it is. I, can you blame them? I, I guess I really I, can't. I will say one thing about OP. Um, their stuff's at 46. Yes. It is. Where, whereas a lot of stuff that you get in that in that range is 40 or maybe 43. Maybe. So they're they're giving you a little bit more booze for your buck. True. Um, so so I've got to give so, them yeah, credit for that. Little, yeah. So your point about 17, we, we, we've all had it, so we know it's good. Um, I don't remember it that well. Right. Obviously, it's been a minute, but I, I think it'd be kind of cool. We've got another. I think I think the eighteen may be coming out Monday that we did as well. So um, I would like to do um, once we have some time. I would love to be able to do like maybe a blind review on just which oh, one is the best. Right. The twenty-one, the seventeen, the eighteen, the fifteen, and I think we also have a twenty-five. Five. Yeah. We which, haven't. Man, I'd like yet, to do a review on that one. But that So, uh, yeah, to do a blind, because Michael Porter was saying right here, he wants to do a 15, 17, 18, five. To, to line up as many as we can blind, I, it would be You know be what, Michael idol. Porter, I'd come to do that? Michael Porter should come Michael here and do that and be in I don't know why he's not already. He should do. Speaking of Michael Porter, don't let me forget to talk tonight about, we were talking this week in our Discord channel uh, for patrons, the secret Santa swap is coming back up. Yep, oh, and he wanted yep. to. Uh, he was going to help us organize the next one. So we we need to talk to you anyway, Mike. Might as well plan a visit to the bar, and we can just have the discussion, do the flight at the same time. Yep, I like it. Good idea. I like it. <laughs> Kids but, can play you know, on that side. Before be I fun. pour this this uh, this sample right here to talk about this, I wanted. Well, to I was going to say, if we're doing a lineup thing, you probably might want to mm-hmm. put that on the oh, shelf. Shoot. Yep, if we're going to do a lineup, we might need to say this because I don't know where a fifteen is right now. It's not here in Indianapolis. Let's, let's, let's hold on to it. But I I'm, thank you to Steph Ridgeway for She's allowing amazing. us to, to be able to sample this before it's here. I mean, I'm glad some people have it in their local markets already, but um, the fact that we were able to get a hold of this when it's not in our local market yep. was really helpful. So thank you, Steph. Steph is the bomb. She is. Um, Opie was great in Andrew's but you need to have a drink, man. Oh, oh so Scotch Lee is on. She's talking about doing the same thing. So Hoagie. Uh-oh, everybody's doing it. 12, 15, 17, 18, 21. Do you have the 25? Uh, we do. So, Lee, I, I question, do you have the 21? Because we were kind of... you doing that right now? We were talking about you on the live pre-show um, with Steve, and uh, you weren't there, so maybe your ears were burning. I don't know. Do you have the 21? Hey, Travis. Good to see you, buddy. Yeah, it's good stuff. Oh, Travis, I need to have a chat with you, Why buddy. Why don't you get the 17 out since we're not doing the 15? Oh, like what do you think? That's not a bad idea. We've already got four bottles on it. Curiosity, what's it bottled at? 46. Bottles. <laughs> I'm just, that's why so I'm, I'm a all man. bottled at 46. Right. So, I, I, so the 15, I think, so Hokey Bear saying that 
I, I thought so. I saw somewhere up in the comments that um, that it's a first fill sherry, and I I remember when we were doing the fifteen review. It's actually second fill. No, second fill bourbon. You're right. With only finished in sherry, so it's a, it's just kind of fl almost flavored the the old pulling. Oh, yeah. So they huh. the second fill bourbon, and then for most of the time, and then finish in that. Said, Bob says that he, the the twenty five was disappointing to him, um, and you, there's well, the, of course you got to consider the price is going to be sure. But there's also a little weight that goes into to a, getting a, an opinion from Bob because I know he's had he's had a lot of the twenty one. I mean, he's got a good palate on the twenty one. So. You know, Lee, if you yeah. want, you're welcome to fly back up and do your sample. Always. Yeah. You're more than welcome to do your sample. <laughs> It'll be all good. That's how we, that's how we roll. I think between the four houses on this street, we would find a comfortable bed for you to come and have some drinks here. As a matter of fact, the next time you come up here, you need to bring that old man of yours. I know he's got dogs to take care of, but he needs to come up. <laughs> and some, some of that Creole. And some of that food, yeah. <laughs> Wow. Well, let me have some. <laughs> you sit there and read the bottle. I, I mean, I don't want. He didn't even pour himself. I, that's his problem. Not mine. <laughs> I saw some in my glass. Look at that cork. It's actually in bad shape. So yeah. Guys, I, I am. I have to report. Um, so we have now officially. We have officially four. I think four podcasts created out there, and they are getting popular. We're getting a lot more reviews. How, are, how, many, how many? How many reviews? Uh, we've had like thirty or forty hits on it already. And they're all over iTunes. The fastest growing fun. Scotch podcast. <laughs> I like well, I don't think planet. you can say that so anymore. If you're not yet, you should, you should go and go to iTunes and look for us and subscribe to us because this, this show and our reviews are all on our podcast. So. Yeah, Daniel, you missed an opportunity there. Um, I want to make sure that I'm about the 21. Oh. Um, so we, we still have a few seconds, and now I thought I forgot about what I want to talk about. Um, Podcast and uh, well, I, I threw you yep. there. Yep. the bad cork. Yeah. Well, that cork—it so, it just looks like it's getting. It almost needs to be wiped off a little bit. Look, it's kind of funky on the on the very bottom of it. I I don't know. Yeah, that, that's the problem with distilled spirits. The they can kind of dissolve in the cork because the high alcohol content at forty six percent. That's why you don't store them on their side. Yes, exactly. Why you store them on their side? Because the alcohol content's low enough that the water will help keep it moist, but with this one, the alcohol's too high. Oh, so wait, I want to give this a few seconds. So the question is, why haven't they gone to like screw cap caps for most scotch? Tradition? Probably. That's a fairly good question well, to work through. I would say that, that part of it, the, the cork doesn't necessarily have as much influence on the scotch as it does in wine. You're so right. so why there, there's no... There's no reason to really get rid of it. It's not really affecting. Except as it gets old, it degrades and falls apart. Yeah, but how many bottles of scotch do you think they keep for a long period of time? I'm going to say less than 1%. Get, get actually saved for At least on this bar. Yeah, on this bar. I mean, some of our collectors, though, they got a lot of bottles of scotch. You know, you, you think about the, the lower end stuff is all like, you know, screw caps. And if, if you get That's a bottle of. That's the thing. That's the weird thing. So. If it truly keeps it healthier. But it's, um, mm. <laughs> you know, for scotch, it's a... It's a tough glass for me to come onto after coming off of that... That, yeah. that higher S yeah. ABV. You need to give it a second. It smells multi, though. Oh, wow, sweet. It does but have that... I, I that think it's a status thing. Just like... It's so sweet. Yeah, right. Just like fine wines are still bottled with corks. Yeah. Even though they know that there's 
Right. With tainted sports. Sean sounds like very white. That's true. I've been I've been going for that forever. There's there's worse things to sound like. I can tell you that. So where are we at? Maybe you guys are ready to do some news? Sure. Let's do some news. Good evening. Good evening. Welcome to Scotch in the News. I'm Sean. This is Mark. <laughs> Tonight's top story, the electronic tongue. Mm-hmm. Is this for real? <laughs> so, I, I was reading an article uh, this week about... Uh, a, a, what did you a, say? a group of people who had invented an electronic tongue. Right? What? It's it's a what what? It, it's a it's a chip. Yeah, um, it it had some parts were coated in gold and it's, some were in aluminum. It's got like two million different circuits. Yeah. So basically, you were putting all kinds of fluids, and they actually developed it for it. It wasn't really for whiskey. It was for for juice. Or yeah, uh, for for production lines. Yeah. It was a quality control thing. But they were also using it in hopes of detecting uh, fake whiskey. But I, I was really intrigued about it because the way they were going about utilizing it, I had questions about. And so I wanted to ask you about what they were doing because it's not really a mass spec kind of thing. No. So what, what these kind of ships have is they essentially have a, a huge, well, two, two million, up to two million different um, receptors? Receptor, essentially receptors. They call them taste buds, but yeah, they're, they're a receptor that will respond to a certain chemical. And so you can, you can have the potential to have up to two million different chemicals that will be detected by that chip. And so when you put your liquid across that, it will detect all the chemicals that are in that chip or that are in that solution. And then it'll light up or will it measure how much of the chemical is in it? I don't, typically, they are not qualitative. They will only detect if they're there. Okay. So they don't, they now you can make chips that are qualitative as well, but quantitative, no, qualitative is is it there? Quantitative is can it measure how much is there? Right. So it will detect that these chemicals are present. So essentially, when you put like a, if you have a known scotch, you put Macallan twelve across there, you can profile and do a fingerprint of what Macallan twelve looks like on that chip. Mm-hmm. So then, if you do Macallan fifteen, you'd expect it to be pretty close because, I mean, they're the same barrels, they have the same distillate, all the chemicals that are in there should be fairly close, but there'll be a slight difference. They'll have more tannins or more, you know, uh, vanillins coming out of the barrel. And so, therefore, you can kind of predict that if you have samples of 12, 15, 25-year-old McAllen, maybe you put a 50 on there, you can tell if it's pretty close. If it's completely off, you will know like that. Right. Almost like a DNA signature or a fingerprint type. Exactly. You know, maybe not quite as accurate is what you're saying. Exactly. My, my take on it, though, is that if I take a, let's say I have a really vintage bottle, and we'll get into this later, but mm-hmm. I put Macallan in it, right? It's, it's still Macallan. Oh. It's just not from okay. the 1930s. So I got a 1930s bottle that's empty, and I put McKellen 12 in it. It's still McKellen. Right. But you would think that they've got different signature profiles over the years because it's got to change. So that's the thing. So if I was McKellen, I would be putting every bottling through that chip. Well, that's a right of signature. The problem is you got to have a data set first. Yeah, you do. Right. Without a data set, you can't do it. So you got to have a 30-year-old whatever, which... Right. 
yeah. and you got to be able to play in that field because I'm sure a lot of whiskey companies are you know they're not, they're so slow to kind of technologies. Whoa, it's scary, you know. So doing that and getting into the game is a whole other part. But I, I thought that that was a unique kind of interesting well, thing to get into as far as you know. I mean, they're they're using technology to figure stuff out and, and not necessarily stuff that was it's, developed for yeah, really cool. scotch. But didn't the article say that they're using the technology for more than just the whiskey industry? Oh, they're yeah. using it in it, the wine industry. I mean, it's Well, they were using it for production lines. Like fruit juice so like stuff. if yeah, you had yeah, apple juice, right. they were using it to make sure that you know, it didn't have any impurities or or off flavors. They were mo- using it to monitor the production facilities. Because I mean, your taste buds—they they taste the chemicals. I mean, it's what it is. It's exactly like an electronic tongue, right? You know, and it, and I think the article is very astute, and it said that you can't tell what is in black coffee, but you can tell what it tastes like. So the chip doesn't tell you what compounds are in there, but it will tell you if you put coffee across it, this is coffee, because it has you have got that fingerprint right. for it. So I mean. What, what's what's the uh, what's the damage here? What's it trying to combat? Right? What's the cost of what? It, why why are they putting this into the industry? Now, Eric had made a couple good points really early on in the show um, about you know fake whiskey in the industry and and the cost of mine. I mean, it's huge. It's oh, yeah, probably it's more rampant than we realize. Right. Um, well, it, it's starting to get there. So Eric can probably attest to this more than I can. But you know, counterfeit wines have been a thing for a long time because. Right. There's the money. Just, there's money in it, right. Right? right? And if you can get some old rare vintages and pass them off, um, you know, or pass off fake wines as old rare vintages, you can make a lot of money. Well, the scotch, the the rare scotch auctions are starting to go into you know bottles are six figures, seven figures, exactly, and and all the time now. Uh, I think that they said year over year the uh, the what is it? Top hundred bottles. It, it goes up like ninety five percent every year, year over year. That's insane. For auctions, right? Well, <clears throat> but these, like Eric was saying, these counterfeiters—they're not going to mess with something. They're going to repeat. They're no, going to do one or two of the extremely rare things. Right. Try and make it well, but that's bottles. why I was asking Andrew because it doesn't do you any good to have a fingerprint of McAllen twelve because nobody's. No, doing that. that. But how are you going to have a fingerprint of something that's like you know seventy You're years right. old? But but what I'm saying is. The, the distillate and the barrels that McAllen uses are going to indicate 95% of that. Now, and, and if, you, if you have older ages, you can fingerprint that a 12, a 15, a 20, a 25, maybe even a 50-year-old, these are kind of what that, and, and you, you'll be okay. able to see this on a graph, that these are very similar to McAllen ranges. I mean, so right. if somebody says this is a, um, that they have a McAllen bottle, and they say this is a 50-year-old McAllen, and they put a 12-year-old in it, it's, it's still McAllen, though. It's still a DNA You're right, point, but, but it'll have. But if it's been the aged, signature will show it's a 12 year old McAllen. Exactly. Because so you're saying the opposite. It'll it'll find the, the imperfections faster than find the. Well, it'll it'll tell you that this has way fewer tannins and vanillins from the barrel. It it's uh, you know what whatever chemicals typically disappear during aging. It'll have too many of those. It'll be able to tell that this is not a fingerprint of, a, of an old McAllen. It'll definitely tell whether it's McAllen or not. I would assume so. So if you're, if you're a counterfeiter and you're trying to sell a McAllen 6, for example, and you put in an old Pulteney, well, obviously you're not going to, but something that's in color, yeah, it's going to be pretty yeah. obvious that... So, so here's my question, and, and this was a an example that was brought up. So last year, two years ago, 
some dude goes into a bar in, I want to say, Brussels, and spends $10,000 on a dram, right? right. One it was dram. like an 1894 Macallan, right? Yep. So you're talking a bottle that's 120 years old. He the, got $10,000 for one ounce dram. The methods of production of the grain, of the whiskey, like those are the right. scotches that right. are, are being counterfeited. Yeah. Um, so the things that you had to watch out for were, you know, people buying old bottles that were empty. Right. And utilizing, you know, refilling right. those. And they said that they had a Macallan, like a 50-year-old Macallan that some auction house had caught. And the only thing that was different about it was the foil on the on the cork was a different color foil. That's the only thing that was different. Other than that, it was an exact... But like you so, couldn't tell. I mean, so Eric said this, and, and you said this, uh, what they're counter—they're targeting to counterfeit. But not to show that I've got a corrupt or criminal mind. If I'm going to spend the money and time to do this to make money, I'm not going to go after and try to counterfeit a bottle that's going to get the most scrutiny. You know what I mean? Yeah, this is 150-year-old McKellen. Well, everybody in the world's going to come and test this thing. No, I'm going to go with a 45-year-old McKellen. Because well, it's not going to catch the attention so much. Can, and I, I can still get two grand out of it. Right. Or I, I, I might be only 50 out of it. Who knows? But I'm not going to go for the million-dollar bottle. But here's yeah. the thing. So they were saying that a lot of these people that have these, these fake bottles aren't the guys who faked it, right? So you've, you've, got, a, you've got a big whiskey collection, oh, right? You're wow. a private collector. Right. And right, right. 98% of your bottles are the real deal. But you've got two bottles that are sitting there. And you, you don't even know guy. That bought it off of some guy. And you're not even going to open it to find out. And you don't even know. Right. right. So, right. you know, and then they die or, or decide to sell their collection. It goes up for auction. The the thing that I found infuriating, though, was that the auction houses... <laughs> Bud would drink it. Right? You don't know what it is, man. Uh, <laughs> but they, they weren't doing anything. So if, if they found out that you had a, a, a counterfeit bottle, right, they just send it back to you. So they'll they'll sell the rest of your collection, but say, you know, this one doesn't pass muster. We don't we don't feel confident that this is well, a real deal because it's our reputation uh, yeah. as the auction house that right. we're not going to sign off. So it's your property. We're going to give it back to you. You do whatever you sure. want with it. Right? John Kranz. Hey, John Kranz, man. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much, Johnson, man. Happy Thursday. With us. So they. They send pictures of the bottle to all the other auction houses without the customer's information. They're just like, hey, sure. you might FYI. see this bottle come through, yeah. you know, heads up on this one. But, you know, so I thought that that was kind of, but it isn't their property, but, so I kind right. of understand. Yeah. So, but there's no way to, to age a liquid. There's no way for them to just pour a little bit out and we can take a sample and say, yeah, that's 75-year-old well, Liquid. interesting. Did you guys see that that news I posted the other day about the guy? Was it um, Glyph? Yes. Was Man, it 24 I hours? talk about that Glyph. Okay, talk to us. I don't know much about it. Basically, it's, it was in California. They made a whiskey in 24 hours that tasted like it was aged for like. Took it over to Scotland and gave a bunch of samples to somebody in Glasgow. And you know, all the people Some, in Glasgow. A bunch of people who don't drink whiskey. Right. Yeah. A couple of them so, said it was short. I'm pretty sure it was short. <laughs> it is short. Um, so we tried this at a whiskey fest in New York. Glyph, you weren't impressed, were you? Not impressed. So, Glyph, I mean, it's it's a it's a noble cause. You you analyze whiskeys, you try and pull out the components, 
And you try and replicate it with lab-grade components. So, so no maturation, no nothing. I'm just so, going to so reproduce you take, it. you take pure-grain ethanol, you take high-purity water, you add some vanillins, some phenols, some, all these kind of things, all those identified components, and try and create a whiskey. Try and, exactly. So basically, you end up with a Blade Runner replicant. Yes, That's exactly right. About. But it's faulty. There's but no it's faulty. There's it's no faulty. He's got a dead bum leg and it's like, ah. And you got to so shoot I'm it sorry. and put it down. So, so Glyph <laughs> made their whiskey. Or I don't know if Glyph is the distiller. Glyph is a brand, isn't it? Yeah, you, you, you ask the maker. Uh, yeah, they're, they're a brand. Um, so, so Eric has a bottle. And it, he actually, I think Eric did a review on it, if I remember right. But yeah, it's, it's essentially what they, what they did is they tried to make a whiskey that was a general whiskey. They didn't try and target scotch. They didn't try and target bourbon. They didn't try and target Japanese or anything. They just tried to make a whiskey. And it's it's not It's the most those. general flavored. I'm not saying the next bottle they put out could be fantastic. But the way the target on this one, well, I don't think was right. That's just my, my opinion. Um, I think it's got potential. I mean, if you can do a chip that can taste, you know, 2 million different compounds, why couldn't you? Right. The, the problem is sourcing all those high purity compounds to put in there, it's cheaper just to age it for so, 12 years in a barrel. To bring it back to the, the, the counterfeit whiskeys, there are some distilleries that are doing as much as they can. They're doing the next level to try to prevent this. McKellen's one of them. Well, yeah. they're putting um, those seals on. The yeah, those, 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 hologram, holograms. Uh, those holograms, right. And they're not they're just doing that. Hieroglyphics. They're putting hieroglyphics on there. They're not doing it on the, on the high-end bottles. They do it on, on the, they do it on the edition bottles. They, yeah. I mean, they do it on their $100 well, bottles. Well, yeah. and there's a lot of Japanese whiskeys. I saw somebody that was doing uh, some kind of a... A uh, chip oh, on, really? on the bottle so that you could scan, scan it, it huh. and verify that it was what it was. Huh. Well, it's probably coming to come to that eventually. Yeah. But that's, that's, the technology is really cheap. That doesn't help you with a bottle that somebody's opened, Alrighty. drank, and, right, and right, then right. refilled with something else and received. What, well, it does those gra those hologram things because how can you replace that if it's open? Man, they've been replicating fine art for... Well, I was just going to bring that up, though. The difference between with fine art, though, here, here's the difference between replicating something like fine is they have pictures of the, the edges that are never seen. Right. You know what I mean? They don't have that when it comes to this. We don't have a sample of that 1824 McKellen or whatever you want to talk about put aside. And it's impossible to do. So the, the point of the story is there are lots of fakes. And there's, like you said, there's probably a lot more out there to this whole world that we have no clue about. But, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where it's a, it's a battle. Well, right? the, the, the problem with some of those old bottles, if they haven't been opened, you can't even sample them to detect it. Right. That's what I'm saying. You're not allowed to break the seal to take a sample of the liquid to compare it. You just... You, just you know, not to say that that anybody that's watching or will listen to this is, is not in that market. I know we're not. I, I'm I'm not in that, that. I'm never bidding on or looking at a bottle that I'm interested in that I think has the potential to be counterfeit. It's just not yeah. the world I live in. But there there are a lot that. But we that were do. really careful about when we opened that McAllen. That McAllen Six, absolutely. We were very cautious about it, and we were very cautious about what we were going to do with that decanter because it was a two thousand dollar decanter. I mean, it was crystal. It was beautiful. It was we want to make sure that it goes to somebody, yep. but we also want to make sure it doesn't find its way back into the market. Into the yeah. right, right. right. I mean, because if you have the box, if you have all the stuff, that all goes you have with to it. do is refill it with. You know, a, a, a nice bottle, even a three hundred dollar bottle. Absolutely, we sell it for you know, four grand. Whatever. But I mean, 
we don't we, we want to be good stewards of the industry. We, we're part of this industry, and, and Cheers, we know Michael. that uh, <laughs> that that decanter is filled with some old Glen Farkless right now, and oh, very nice. It looks beautiful. Is that what this is? You know, I haven't even tried this one because I got into this old Pulteney, and I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you, it's not as sweet as the fifteen, though. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. But it's the the very yep the first nose. Put your nose in it, and you're like op op. Got it. I'm pretty sure. Sh- oh, I, I should say. I did. Sure. I feel confident. <laughs> yeah, you're kind of op in front of me blind. I'm, I'm like, I'm as soon as you say that, you're done. I'm done. <laughs> Somebody I will know. send you a Aren't sample, you? and you're I'm done. done. <laughs> I think I'm gonna have to switch to peated. Yeah, you better. You, you, you need, need to go something. big. Go bigger. You might need to go across the street and get him something to take care of this. I'm, I'm gonna. Oh, that'll do it. No, no, he needs. I'm going a, top shelf. Oh, oh, he wants log. You need you a log of one? Yeah. Sixteen. You better get a log of one, Bud Matthews. This one's for you. Anyway, we're gonna do it. So, what, what, what's that? Yeah, that was the electric tongue. Did anybody catch the husbands beware comment? Come on, you guys. I do want to say thank you to my brother-in-law Matt O'Connor for sending me. What? He's the one that what? sent me that, which is you know he's been listening to us on podcasts. He's a good guy, man. He is Has he? So that's yeah. why he was he was running tonight, but he's the one that sent it to us. So Matt, if you are listening on podcasts, thank you for sending. Awesome. Us. And thank you for wearing the uh, the Scotch for Dummies shirt when you did it. That was pretty, that was I mean, awesome. he was like, literally went off. So we do have, before we get into the next topic, though, yep. Let's you pour yourself one of these. I wanted to give a shout-out to Shyman for oh. sending us a couple. We, we received a couple bottles this week, you guys. Um, kind of yep. excited. I, I didn't know much about him. He was communicating with Sean directly uh, on Facebook. But um, a couple of cool things. So there's a uh, Glen Rothes Sherry Cask Reserve. Ooh, a uh, Speyside single malt Scotch whiskey. One. We have we we've, we've had this bottle. I'll take yes. that one with me. No, <laughs> no. What? We'll keep that little cannibal here. But this one, I'm curious and interested. This is I'm intrigued about this. This is a Tullerberdine Sovereign. Sovereign. I've heard of this. I'm not quite sure what to make of it because the the, the sticker on the back says it's um a 700. What, what's it say? No, Golden color. No, it's a four. It's it's. You said that the, the sample that the numbers are wrong. Yeah, well, it, it's um, if you pull if you pull the label, it, I mean, it's, oh. I think it's a retail or maybe it must or, be tra- yeah because the, you put a sticker it, off and it says it's a seven seventy cl, but it's a seven fifty m forty three ABV. Whatever. So <clears throat> interesting, Tullerberdine. Don't know where we could get it, but we've got it, and so. It looks it, like it we'll was try it. Imported specifically for a uh, liquor store. Oh, so a liquor store brought this guy in yeah. for them. Okay. Where's where's Shyman at? New York. Uh, New York. New York. Yep. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I wanted to say thank you to him and, and give him a shout out. Really appreciate it. We're gonna Absolutely. get a review on and this. We'll get a review on that one. We're yep. gonna drink that one. <laughs> well, we're gonna drink the both. That one for sure. That was just eventually. Um. So let's see. We got we got something. You know what? I need a pour. Hang on. I need a pour, guys. I'm gonna go into and, and try this 44106 with the which is a Krakowaki. No said. Jam-packed fruit and wood, 15-year-old, 58.3%. Steve has got a bottle of this. Steve, I don't know if you've opened it. If you have, I'd love for you to put a few comments about what you thought about it on it. I'll let you know what I think here in just a second. Um, I actually made a, a purchase on SMWS today on, on the SMWSA uh, online. Um, our, our good buddy, our good bourbon buddy, Mike, who we have converted to a scotch lover, uh, wanted the Ball Blair release that's out there on the SMWS Outturn. It's a 70 dot whatever. Um, it's something something about, yeah, it's a Ball Blair, and it says something like what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas or something. That's what he wanted. 
So I decided I was going to buy it for him because he's not a member. So I went out there to get it. And if we're going to get one bottle, you got to get two, you know, for shipping. So I picked myself up a 36 dot something, uh, and I'm interested to see what uh, what that's about. So I, I stuck true to what I said I was going to do, and I'm, I'm not looking at the distillery as much as I am the pro. I'm reading and, and what are the notes I'm supposed to get out of this. And so we'll see. It is a Ben Rennes, and that was my very first SMWS, so I'm a, I got high hopes, but we'll see. Anyway, Bud Matthews is going nuts here. He doesn't like to see this one sitting around. I know. Now I'm going to take my time with what I got in my glass. So, anyway, um, bah, 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 I'm trying to catch up on well, this. Well, there's comments. a lot of comments so, coming yeah, through. There's a lot of comments, but we do have a new, uh, we do have a segment coming up. So, where, let me see what the, uh, the lineup says now that we're done with Scotch in the News. Did you want to close out your Scotch in the News segment, Sean? No, I... I'm talking about officially. We're good. <laughs> we'll put my pants back on. No, no, Sean. I just want to call out um, Sunday evening Scotch. So here's a brew note. Obviously, I'm like, hmm, what does that mean? I get a lot of, for the OP-17, I get a lot of coke on the palate, almost like Nestle Quick powder. Um, yeah. so tons of malt, a little brine, vanilla, and baking spice. That's a pretty nice one, yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Yes, quick, though? I'm not sure about that one. Yeah, I, could, I, I totally could see well, that. Well, it's hard to, to really agree or disagree when you're drinking so many different you know, samples, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You know, your palate's all over the place right now. I'm not going to make a judgment on that OP at all. It was fun. It was enjoyable. But what you got no, there? That's, good. that's the one. Oh, that, is that really, can so I Bob, smell it? Bob said yeah. he wanted you guys to taste this one. We, this is the one we opened up in... Um, we were in New York. There's a this reason it's one of my favorite scotches in the world. This is the one we took on the fishing trip, right? The Clint Vargas? Oh, no. No. That was 105. That was 105. Yeah, that was 105. This is yeah. This is, oh, this is, oh, yeah. Yeah. That 105. That musty. We tried our best to, to blast a bottle of 105, but we were too busy fishing. We couldn't, we, it was tough. No, we were catching. We were catching, that's right. <laughs> Are you ready? Yep. All right, all right, so. Are we ready? It's time. It's time. Hey! There he is. Look who's here. It's him. It's the, the man, the myth, the legend. The legend. Welcome Gentlemen? to the show, Dr. Scotch. Good to see you. Good to see you. Dr. Scotch, good to see you. Good to see you. Cheers, brother. Doctor. 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 So, Doctor, we had an interesting comment this week from our good friend, a Discord member, a Patreon member, Brad Murphy, or otherwise known as Spud Murph. Yep. He had a question for you. He says, what's the story with neck pores? I have no idea. What does that even mean? Neck pores. Neck pores. Kind of sounds freaky. Never heard of them. Next question. Sorry, sorry. Neck pores. So, so, say you get a bottle. Brand new bottle. Brand new bottle. And I'll hear Good one. It's been standing up for a long time. You know, every most bottles will have a neck. Most of them aren't like well, even the even the cannonball of um. What you do with it? The Glen Rothes still has a neck. Still has a neck. So the question is, there's lots of rumors out there that this neck pour is bad. This section. This so section the, right the here. section right up there, right before you open it, just that little liquid. Because it's there. touching the oxygen. It's airtight? Well, so that's the question. No, these bottles are not airtight. So the, good, good point. The, these bottles, the cork the makes them so they're not airtight. So if you okay. if you take one up in a plane, you'll see this. I've plane. had that problem. If it heats up, you'll see air come out. and So so they're not completely Travis airtight. Travis had that problem. So the question is, um, if you take this bottle and you pour it out immediately, is that first section of the neck bad? Right. That first or, drain. Or, so this person right here, you're saying it, it could be oxidized. It could be dead. It could be dead. So there's there's two potentials there. Number one, if you take a bottle and you go like this, which is what turning it upside down. 
then for it's our podcast. Well, you shake it all up. Then it's not going to be any different than normal. But if you take a bottle and you were to, to very carefully open it and pour it out, that neck will be slightly different than the rest of the bottle. Now, what, what do you mean when you say different? What's different about it? The so, taste or the chemical makeup of it or yes. the what? So what, what typically happens in a bottle of, um, with a little bit of air in it, the alcohol does tend to kind of congregate up here. So it, the alcohol in the bottle will rise? Well, not, not really rise, but because of the air interface there, you may be 43% in the bottle and maybe 45% up of the neck because there's a little bit of difference. The alcohol tends to prefer the oxygen as opposed to the water or whatever. Um, so it'll be slightly different, and with that, it'll take a few different chemicals with it to create a little bit different flavor. Additionally, up there, you'll have a little bit, a little more, a little bit more oxygen, oxygenation, oxidation uh, um, of the whiskey there. Now, the key thing about liquid is diffusion. So a lot of those compounds, as they change, they'll just diffuse through the rest of the whiskey. It's not going to really okay. affect that neck. So you will have a little more alcohol. You have a few more flavor components up there if you take it just without ever mixing it. So if I opened this up and took a, 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 and pulled a just a pipette and pulled that top off, you're saying it, there's probably going to be a it, little bit of a difference a than if I stuck one all the way down here and Whoa, put a strong pull. Come on, Dr. Scott, we got a... Oh, that's a Texas man right there. Thank you. Appreciate it. So there's definitely a difference is what you're saying. There is, but there's also another difference that I think needs to be addressed as well, is that when you open a bottle... That first glass out of bottle, even if you take it very carefully, mix it up so there's no difference. In the, every every liquid in that thing is the same. You've removed the alcohol difference at the neck. The first sip out of a bottle will be slightly different because the alcohol to liquid ratio is different. It's oxidized a little different. You've opened it up to more air. So the next glass out of there will be slightly different. So this is a, the thing we've had uh, last week is that bottles age a little bit over time. Right. So let me ask you this question then. Why don't distilleries actually bottle with gas? Because they know that as it heats up and cools and flies in a plane or whatever goes to different altitudes, it's going to come gonna out. exchange. They have no way to control it. <laughs> they, they have no real way to control so it. It's, oh. so, so it just is what it is. It is. So here's a, here's a subtle question for you, since we were talking about older whiskeys. Mm -hmm. Since this isn't an airtight seal, mm -hmm. like that bottle that we had that was the uh, that 50-year-old Glen Grant, mm -hmm. so if we had a full bottle of that, a, a, a 750 or a 70-centiliter, and it sits for 20, 30 years, uh, obviously that's going to slightly oxidize the, yep. the, the liquor itself is going to change. So it will a little bit. I mean ultimately you have to keep in mind when you see a fifty year bottle, you may lose what an eighth of an inch or three eighths of I mean, an I've, inch. I mean I've seen of some liquid. old bottles that were so so if they're stored in a hotter location they will tend to off gas more liquid, probably more alcohol typically, because that's gonna be preferentially up there. So you might drop A B V a little bit. But again you will oxidize as it cycles so, through. So it's going to change the flavor. It will change a little bit. But now the, the key to also look for is you know, if the foil's intact, that's going to slow the rate. If the cork is still solid, that's going to slow the rate. But if you have a dried out cork... That's going up in an airplane is going to increase the speed of the rate. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's going to exchange the, the gas. So, so like any other, you know, you want to keep it in a cool, dark place. You want to avoid temperature fluctuations. Light, I mean, even the light. So if this sits in a window, even if it sits in a, in a bright window for like six months, 
it's going to change the flavor. Just that, that sunlight, the energy from the sunlight is going to benefit the bottom changes. So at the end of the day, are you suggesting that everyone, when they get a bottle of scotch or whiskey in general, should they just upside down a couple times like a blizzard? <laughs> well, I would. I mean, there there you go. Ultimately, it's the best way. Here's your scotch. Thank yeah. you for coming. <laughs> do yeah, I, I actually do because that, that will guarantee that what you're tasting is the contents of the new bottle. It's not just a little bit of maybe oxidized or high alcohol content of the neck. Just, just tip it over. You'll get. It'll still change over time. That's what whiskey does. But. It will be most representative of the bottle as it comes out. So I think it's interesting to say that because, I, you know, nine times out of ten, if you don't neck pour, you don't you don't twist it upside down, whatever, you're probably not going to notice it. No, and, and even if you, you take it home, you take it off the shelf. You know, look, look how much liquid I, I take it off the shelf. It's I already shook. Right. I, now I put it up on the counter, and now I, I put it in the trunk, and now I drive, drive around in my car. You're, you're mixing I mean, it. you're mixing it as, as you drive home. So the, so, so the, the odds of having it perfectly well, – okay, so next question then. So, okay. So you, you, you've got a bottle of shit that's done us a deal, and it's sitting in a, a liquor store for three months. Yep. Even still to your point, bringing it home, you're going to shake it up. But let's just say it doesn't, and you open it at the store – so it's a period after time it could still evolve and yeah, that's kind of yeah. KB, KB is alive. Is alive. Is alive. Thank Thank you, Bart. KB. Cheers. Oh. It's good to that, see man. you on a show, man. We haven't seen that, you in man. so long. We haven't heard from you. I mean, and didn't even know if you were around. Were so we thought you kind of gave up on us. We were wondering where KB was, man. Good to see you. Man, I just I, <laughs> I just poured this Dunfarkle so I haven't had a chance to drink it. Oh, wait a minute. Didn't these samples... Come from KB. KB my, my bad. We knew where you were at. Hey, it's good to see you. KB. So, that, um, before we get Dr. Scott, this is a really musty. Have you had, it is musty. Drinking? I'm drinking the. Yeah, I'm drinking the yeah. quicker lock. I'm, I'm you know, not. Are you on Grand Park? Yes. No, it's, it's, God, you guys are ahead of me. I got to get up at four o'clock in the morning. You guys are killing me, Smalls. Well, I feel bad. Sucks for you. I'm you. on it. I'm on it. You're going on a fishing trip. You know, suck it up. <laughs> I, I want to try that, but I'm not going no, to until I uh, really until nice. I can. So that's really so. interesting, so, Scott. So neck pour, neck pour it is. So at the end of the day, more than likely, so to Brad's question, is a neck pour something to worry about? Probably not. Well, I mean, it, so every well, most whiskeys, most especially most good whiskeys, they take some time to open up. So the neck pour is going to be the least opened up it'll ever be. So it's almost like the what's the guy's name from? From Don Moore, he just throws it out. You might just throw out that top piece anyway. Well, I'm not doing that. No, 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 but but ultimately, you know, you talk to lots of people, drink it down a little bit, and then let it sit for a while. It's going to kind of open up. It's going to be more more to your bottle. Follow up. Question. So wait a minute. Bo- Follow up question from uh, from Bob H. What the f, Doctor Scotch? You always flip the bottle for the neck pour? Yeah, because I don't want it to. I want he it says to, yeah. I Bob. want it, I want it to taste like the rest of the bottle. So I, do a I, handstand in the pool and get over it. Because how do I judge the bottle in? So the problem, you know, we might not be good enough in our, in our reviews. We may, may not flip the bottle. And then whoever gets poured first, usually Mark or me, will have the neck pour. So Bud's going to name his new band uh, Neck Pour. And Trooper Henry says, Mark, just be your normal self. I am. I have hey, no uh, problems with like that. Super I like to go see that cool. Right? I mean. Just want to say hi to Bill, too, from Whiskey Dick. Thanks for joining me, buddy. Bill? Hey, is there? Nice. nice so, see um, follow-up question for myself, then. So, you've got top piece of the neck pour that we've been debating. Yep. So, obviously, once you get past that, it's good, 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 good. Towards the end of the bottle, mm-hmm. say maybe just you know, a little bit left in there. 
what's the deal there? So we just pour it out for everybody to drink it up? Or should, is it Unless you're going to gas. Unless you're going to gas. Gas will help about half of it. But, yeah, once it gets down to a quarter bottle, the air in there relative to the, the liquid is so great, you're going to oxidize Might, might as well get a shotgun now. And what do, friends over. what do we call those? Wounded zebras. <laughs> Wounded zebras. Take them out, Sean's, Sean's all about that, freaking That may out. be my next coin. <laughs> All right, Dr. Scotch will be back next week. Thanks for letting us know there. We, uh, we love it. We love it. Every time you're gone. Man, he's like Superman. He is. He's awesome. Um Good topic, and actually, I think we're, I we've got a lot of topics. I just wrote one down earlier. I actually wrote. I was like, hey, I got an idea. I didn't want to mention it because well, I'm sure we'll cover it. But um, good stuff. That interesting. It's not so much a problem for oh. us. <laughs> Eric Wait gave you a uh, Doctor Scotch a question for next week. Oh, what's that? Bottle shock. Bottle, Bottle shock from flying. flying. So that's the interesting point. You just had that exact situation. Yeah, right. So Eric, that's a great question. I uh, I ordered a bottle um, or three or four a lot from Whiskey Barrel and um, and they're in Edinburgh and they shipped me over this bottle they, of the uh, the Deanston 10 Apollo Mission and the there was a signatory what was it Glen Livid and I got them all so stinging excited the signatory Glen Livid when I, I opened it up I could smell it I was like uh oh and the whole can was kind of squishing I'm like shit I thought the bottle was broken it wasn't broken at all it had just pushed out through the, the cork that the the pressurization from the plane and push it out. So all the packing peanuts around it were all soaked in scotch. By sheer coincidence, Drew and I were knocking on his door going, would you open? Right. <laughs> What's hey, And so I handed a couple of all the packing peanuts so they could totally suck at them because they were soaked up like sponges. But um, it happened. And, you know, Whiskey Barrel took very good care of me and they, they made it right. And they actually said, hey, this is just part of the business. This is what happens. Yeah, but certain laws. It, it was almost kind of a shock to me. Like, what? I mean... If the bottle were broke, that's one thing. I, I was like, yeah. all right, the bottle broke. But I, the bottle was was just like this. You know, the everything's not. And I'm like, like, what the hell? And so I had mentioned it to Travis Faircloth on Facebook. He got a bottle of the Deanston from Whiskey Barrel the next day. And the delivery guy had left it in a hot box, like a hot mailbox or whatever. We got there. The the first the wounded zebra shirt. I like, the, I like that idea. Oh, <laughs> that's first genius. Hey, yeah. Pause, I'm getting ready to create a bunch of new shirts. That will be one of my first ones. And Daniel, you will be the first one we get it off to. I hope we don't offend anybody with any blood. <laughs> but be some Four zebra. dummies hunting a wounded zebra. <laughs> but Travis gets his bottle, opens it, and sends me a picture. And his the, the bottle, the, the liquid, was all the way above the, the wrapper line. And, the floor. Up so and I'm much. like... Holy cow, that's minutes away from, I mean, just just a little bit away from popping. Two or three hours later, he sends me another picture, and it was back down to here. I had no idea that the bottle, that the liquid would expand that much. Well, that, and that's the problem, is if your bottle's like this when it does that, the, it's gas, over. the gas has nowhere to go, so it seeps Pop. out like you have. Right. It, so I mean, it'll, 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 upside down. It, yeah, essentially, probably on the plane, it was on the side or something, yep. and so as it pressurized, it pushed liquid out as opposed to... Exactly. That, as soon as Travis got it, he was like, code red. Code red. put it in a nice bath. And <laughs> <laughs> All right, so segue into a comment that was just Bob just mentioned. And so we were just talking about this on our uh, pre-show for our patrons. And we'll talk some more after the show for our patrons. But 
So we are due. Our challenge coins are pretty much gone. Right? We're, we're spent. We're limited, we're, right? We've got, bum, bum, like, yeah, we're, we're down. We're definitely... So we need to design our next, next challenge coin. Hey, so I want to make a point before we say... So I want to look at the timing of it and say, all right, if we're going to make a new coin now, that's one thing. But I don't want it to interfere or I don't want us to have to make a new one right before our trip to Scotland. Because the trip to Scotland is a, a coin adventure in and of itself. You'll have a that special coin just for that. Anybody that comes on the trip from for Scotland, I mean, there's some things that Scotch for Dummies is going to do for everybody, right? I mean, Tattoos for everybody. Right? <laughs> so if you sign up, you're getting a tattoo. We get to pick the place, right? On your body, that is. Right, right across My? the country. Everybody's dreams. <laughs> no, everybody's going to have a, have a teardrop and a Scotch for Dummies logo right. right under their eyes. And a Scotch whore tramp stamp. That's <laughs> Mars could be the first one to go. <laughs> no, I, I mean, so I, I don't want it to get. I, I want to look at the the sequencing of how we do this, but we are due new new coins, and I'm this is the first time in the coin thing that I'm kind of stumped about what I want to do for my coin. I really, I guess I need to go home and sleep on. It. I really don't know. I think you just got one. Darn it, you just got off easy. Everybody's gonna want a wounded zebra. <laughs> Hell, I want one. <laughs> so maybe, maybe, maybe we offer it up this year to to you all to say, hey. What I was would thinking you like that to too. see for our our next batch, right? Because we've we've done a couple of different things. We all keep all it clean. Have our, well, we all have <laughs> our sayings, <laughs> but it'd be nice for something different. Well, know? and I, I like that idea because, in all honesty, you guys are just as much a part of this journey as, as the four of us. Yep. I, you've always been a seat at our bar. So right. talk to us. Well, I mean, what is it? Maybe instead how, of how making you see us? four individual coins, maybe we make a patron uh, or, or a subscriber coin, one that how we see you. <laughs> oh, that's a question. So maybe we flip so, it. I don't yeah. know. So here's what I'll do. Uh, I'm going to create a uh, Discord. Um, actually, I'll have Steve down. I'll create a Discord <laughs> channel. He's the man. I'll create a Discord channel uh, in our Scotch for Dummies Discord channel, and would love to hear your ideas right. there. And same thing was we have actually speaking of Discord, we have a bunch of channels. We have oh my gosh. we have Scott's suggestions. We've got uh, a ton of different channels, and you ask questions, and, yeah. right? But a Patreon coin channel for ideas. I think that's great. Yeah, that'll work. Yeah. Steve, I'm you're done. on it. So for, for a second, I thought we were going to have a wounded zebra channel. I was all excited. <laughs> that's, that's always possible. <laughs> so I guess that's a question. Everybody's already bought a wounded zebra coin and shirt. I think it's going to be our, our biggest seller ever. So, so we'll get 100 coins from each of us. We just got to figure out a logo for that. How do we do a wounded zebra? We have like a bottle laying on the side. I, I feel like we should. you hanging over going. I feel like we should talk to an artist. <laughs> See, this works. Everybody's in a, everybody likes the zebra thing. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's so, Just a picture of a bunch of overweight, drunk, and smiling people. Uh, no, wait, uh, wait, wait. You're calling overweight. Yeah, wait. Hang on. What the hell? No, wait, Bill? Wait, Bill. Maybe it's just a picture of the camera that we see when we're talking. <laughs> yeah, I always see you as a Logitech 930. There you go. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe we can get a picture of us with like 150 teardrops. <laughs> for, for all the zebras, the zebras we've killed. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's probably about right. I mean... So there's, the there's key not, is, I mean, we see ourselves... How we see ourselves is one thing. But how you see... Us. versus how you see me versus how you see you know but it's and different. I'm just gonna put it out there Bud cannot 
Andrew's coin. Because <laughs> no, it'll be a big turd. Uh, that's <laughs> probably true. Scotch on the Bayou is going to start using Wounded Zebra on his Instagram channel. I like it. Yeah. Wounded Zebra is going to take off. I'm viral. Wow. <laughs> it's going to take off. It just, I know. I just got to be patient. Oh, because there it is. The first time. <laughs> this is the first time, but this might be the time that Bob H. Does Trump KB and put him in his place? I think oh, I KB's think probably Bob back H- asleep. KB is KB. Bob might be. KB probably fell back asleep. Bob's going to take over. <laughs> Good for you, Bob. Hey, Bob. Remember spend that money that you want off KB anyway. <laughs> remember when we used to have the Scotch for Dummies channel sponsored by? X. Yeah, we used to do something like that, yeah. right? So what else we got, guys? Uh, so we've got a, how much time we got left? We have we five minutes, minutes left. left or so. Yeah. If anybody has questions for us, you know, you know, Dr. Scott's gone, but we have other we have other general whiskey knowledge here that's not necessarily scientific. So why don't we what, you guys don't disturb let, let's talk about we do it every week. Do we have any updates on our trip for next year? Because people are always asking for twenty twenty. Yes. That's I, a good I was question. gonna ask you after we got off the channel. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sean's like, why don't you say it in front of the so camera? I will say we you guys, you two specifically, we I have been with you guys on some infographics. So what's the deal behind that? What's why are we uh, we, we turned the hats around and got some stuff done yep. and then you helped us with some things. Yeah. So Go. basically we're trying to to finalize the um, distillery visits for the trip, you guys. And as much as Andrew has already made the relationship and solidified what we're going to do with the tour company, and we could lean on them for those visits, we kind of want those relationships to be ours. And so Sean and I worked on pulling a lot of data from our channel and who we are and what we are and what we do so that we can make sure that w- when we approach these distilleries, which is going to be here in the next week, yeah. um, that they know what we're going to, what we're bringing to their. We don't want to just show up, right? That's not fair to you guys, and it's not what we want. We really want to show up to these distilleries, and we want to have some very unique opportunities, something very different. It's not something that you can get just walking off the street and saying, "Hey, I want a two-year distillery," and you get a shot of their twelve-year-old, and you see their mash tun, and you're like, "Shit, this was great." No, we want we want their master distiller. We want some time, and so we've got to build some good cast. Some good cast. We want to be able to let go like malts and barley. Well, exactly. <laughs> At the end of the day, the the, the folks that are going to make the trip, um, they're it, it, actually everybody watching the channel. They want you guys want you don't want to just go to the distillery and get their twelve year old in a plastic shot glass. You want to go there, and yeah. the, the distillers we picked are distillers that we absolutely love. We're talking about Deanston, Glen Goyne, OP. We're yeah. talking about Glen Goyne. We're talking about the ones that, you know, we want the inside yeah, scoop on them. So we're, we're really trying to solidify that. We're still looking at last week of June. Mm-hmm. That's, that not That's yep. not going to change. Price point, I don't know. It's, it's still in the ballpark. We're no numbers. I will say this. Tom R. did reach out to me after last week, and... Andrew, he really needs to talk to you. I, I, I want you to reach out to him. Tom is, is doing his best to try to reach out to his boss and make sure that he's got the time off. He's looking at the logistics. Yep. And he's got questions. And he's got some really good questions. You know, our tour starts in Inverness. Mm-hmm. All right, so where do I need to fly into? Do you realize there's only one train that goes out of Edinburgh to Inverness a day? There's three that go out of Glasgow, but I mean, so it, we, he, okay. we, I don't know if we've looked at those logistics. We've yep. looked at the logistics of just the tour. 
Maybe we need to expand and say, hey, can people even get here on time without spending a, an arm and a That's leg? A so, I, Tom's got good points, and we need to we need to address them I'm just earlier. <laughs> hey, I'm all about walking. You know what? You, it, you it's legal. It is legal to walk in Scotland and walk through anyone's property if that's all you're doing. You can walk across anybody's property. You can hike through the, the countryside. Oh, I didn't know that. So, if you want to walk, let's do it, buddy. I, I think Molly may need a coin on our next batch. Oh, what did wow. you see? How many people back there? What did you pour back there, there, Drew? It is a Glenn Farkless 1993, Jan, uh, Travis Fairclough. And oh. uh, I'm going to pour some myself. Bud's starting a GoFundMe to get to Indy. I would totally donate it to, to his. That's GoFundMe not what he poured. I don't know what he poured. I know what he poured. Son of a gun. You're hitting that. You got some of that at your house. No, I don't. Gosh, yeah, I dang it. It's a cannon barrage. I'm getting some of that before I leave. <laughs> I'm going to have to stay up all night just so I can make my alarm clock. I'm just going to stay up and drink with God. me. Mm. Um, I guess me. So, anyway, that's so the update on, on the tour. Yep. It's it's happening, guys. Literally, I'll speak to you in a bunch of calendars. Um, schedule your um, travel if you want to book airplanes or start looking at airlines around that time. Um, we're not working through airlines. We're not doing any of that. It's you got to show up at Inverness. Inverness, and you'll end up in Glasgow. So, so if you're interested in going, we're not taking any deposits or anything yet. But if you want to go, email us at scotchfordummies.com. We do have a short list of some people. Give that, us, let you know. Hey, I'm interested. I want to make deposits. We can keep a short list going because we've got like at least ten already. And yeah. there are some folks that are local that are saying, hey. I might not be able to make the tour. Can I at least get involved at a stop? Yes. Well, and we, we had a couple of people that were going to Scotland anyway. Right. They were like, hey, would you mind if I met up with you guys so, at some point on the on the trip? Look, no, if, absolutely if, not. If you're local and you're like, look, man, I can't take away, you know, five, six days so off to make a zebra tour. But uh, I would love to at least catch up with you guys on day three when you're going to visit Distillery X, Y, and Z. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's or, a great or you're going to be at that hotel. You know, I'd love to see you. So as soon as we get the entire itinerary, we're going to publish that out there. Come. And so everybody can make plans if they'd like to. Because we'd like to see as many people as we can. <laughs> Look at, that's it, Lee. That girl. <laughs> oh. We would totally do so, that. I mean, I'm still, I'm very excited about it. And you know what? Another topic that we haven't talked about in a couple weeks Um and I don't have much to, to say other than it's not dead. Uh, we're still thinking about the cask. Actually, we had a genius idea. Right. Someone someone approached me not too long ago about uh, a, a different approach, and they were like, what do you think about just one of these mini casks? And they had found a small cask that's only going to produce like 60 bottles, 70 bottles. Would you guys consider this? Uh, yeah. Not just you have to tell it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, absolutely. I, the problem is, guys, we're just not going to jump on any grenade. We're we're going to. We could have already done that, right? We could have bought a that we could have already had that and put a bottle out, and all you would have bought it for us and, and supported us, and then been like, "You idiots, we're we're done with you." No, we want we want a good cask. We want one that yeah. all three of us say is a three yep. five. Tough. Three of us, huh? That's tough. Only three of us needed to make it a four. <laughs> I looked at him when I said three of us, yeah. four of us. Man down, <laughs> wounded zebra. No, <sighs> it has to be a four. Drew, book. Drew is the uh, the no. artistic vision behind the. No, I'm the saying at least a three. At least a good solid three, right? Hey, you know what? No problem. Where's that? Son of a... you give me that. <laughs> no, no I'm so excited. <laughs> it's in my pocket. 
<laughs> so anyway, we're not done with it. We, we haven't given up on that. That's the point. That's I mean, honestly, you guys, we 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 do talk about it. We're still working on it. We're still thinking. We'd about like it. to have a cask. Yeah, we would. Yeah, yeah. So we'll get there, but it's it's a problem. I mean, there's there's logistics involved. So uh, we'll we'll keep working on it. Yep. All right, guys. Away. So All right. um, anyway. so before we go. How can everybody get a hold of us? Wow, how can people get a hold of us? Scotchfordummies.com. Of course. The YouTube channel. Subscribe to podcasts if you guys have not subscribed already. Please subscribe, review us, make it five stars, not one, right? <laughs> uh, because that's how people find us. Uh, iTunes, Spotify, yeah. On the, the, the uh, YouTube Wherever you channel, get your podcasts. subscribe, hit the notification bell, do all that good stuff. And if you have any suggestions, Discord, we have a, a Scott's suggestion channel. Enter comments, yeah. whatever you have. Yeah. Make sure you it. get on Discord because we're on there and a ton of other great people are on there too. Yep. There's if, always stuff going on the Discord. If you channel. are a it's patron, a get on the pre show, get on the after show. I mean, honestly, we want to talk to you guys. That's the only way we have to really talk. I mean, we can send you individual messages on Patreon, but uh, join but, the but, conversation. But it's kind of a pain, and it's no. not as great as talking to us it's, all It's always been about the conversation. It's always been about the group. It's always been about pulling a chair up to the bar. So anyway, guys. Um, we appreciate you. Yeah, we really do. Love Thank you so friends. much for the, the super chats tonight. That's been great. Love everybody. Um, KB, thanks for the samples. Shyman, thanks Bob, for the thank bottles. You for Bob, no thank you for the samples. Oh, Bob's the one that actually probably got hey, in the Bob, mail. And by the way, if you have any more of this, I have, yeah. Why is that yeah, in crap. Travis wants some too. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll see you next week. Appreciate you guys. Cheers, everybody. Cheers, everyone. Love you guys. Thanks. 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 Thanks.